0: Shri so, Good evening, welcome everyone, our visitors, guests, esteemed guests. Tonight we're going to speak a little bit from Shikshastakam of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu And here at the Gaur Vijay Mundir, as it's named. And I'm um, going to speak on the most famous verse, perhaps, of Shikshastakam, the third verse that most of you are familiar with. Hmm? We can chant it. Trinadupi sunichena tarodupi saishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya Sada hori. So, Shikshastakam, as most of you are aware, the verses, uh, given directly by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and from the in the vision of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, he uh, voiced them, if you will, um, in the company of Sruptdhar and Roy Ramananda, at uh, the more or less the, the culmination of his. His lila, his lila, of course, begins in Nadia, in Nabadweep And it's very internal there. Hmm. Uh, the kirtan, for example, is not uh, one that anyone and everyone can enter into in the courtyard, in the house of Sivas Thakur. Uh, but some pious people, some bhakti, sukriti, good-hearted people, desired to enter the kirtan while thinking themselves uneligible ineligible. And in this thought or said for them they he came out hmm, and began his uh Nagarsan kirtan in the streets and so on and so forth. And ultimately uh he took sannyas amrigam Daita Ipsitaman Mahapurushate Daita Ipsitam out of mercy for those bewildered by maya, maya, mrigam, daita ipsita, mandva He went into the uh, adanyam, hmm, the forest, which is symbolic of sannyas. So all of you here in the forest, (laughs) you can't go home now. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, he took sannyas for us. Hmm. That's why the sannyas leela, although... More external, hmm? and creating aishvarya or opulence, and thereby uh, some separation between his devotees and himself is nonetheless, in our primary stage, more compelling to us. Therein we find the siksha terupa sanatan, for example, hmm? and the, and all the, the preaching exploits of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, largely. They, uh, the, uh, the converting of uh, Raj and Puri and the Charja, uh, the Venkata Bhatta in the south, and uh, Prakashananda in the north, and so on and so forth. So here he's outreaching, and hmm, we need, we're need we in need of outreach. So this Anjanas is quite endearing to us, even though, as I say, by comparison to the Navadvipa Leela, it is external and it actually create some separation, some distance between himself and his devotees. Even his ecstasies in the Gambhira, hmm, where he's effectively realizing the internal purpose for his descent, nonetheless doesn't afford with him intimacy on the part of his devotees. They have to stand back at that ecstasy. And he's with a couple of people, Ramananda Roy, Dhammadar Sarup, and so on and so forth. Even while that Leela, that sannyasa Lila and the culmination of that Leela, is all for the purpose of showing us practically through his example, this is then Mahabhu is Krishna in his Acharya Lila, so the Leela as an Acharya in one sense, teaching by example, how to enter into the Navadvipa Leela, hmm. how to enter into intimacy with Chaitanya Mahabhu that affords us access to the Lila Vrata and Govinda. Hmm? Prabhupada, in this regard, told me that uh, one day one of my god brothers, uh, some of you know Guru Gripa Maharaj, had dressed his little Gornatai deities as sannyasis with platinum murdangas and uh, platinum cartels and so forth. And I had never seen Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in, the, in his arch of igraha, in his form of the deity, dressed like a like a yati, like a sannyasi, like like a renunciate, hmm? which is so much in contrast, if you will, to who he is as Krishna, who's the who's the enjoyer. <laughs> That's it. You're going to say Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. They look very, very different. Hmm? Uh, he's a sacrificer and uh, he's... Uh, 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 practicing austerity and so on and so forth in the context of his bhakti and Ch- and Krishna is the enjoyer, hmm? playing the flute and dancing with the gopis. And so you have to look closely to understand hmm? Hmm. how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is uh, is Krishna. But anyway, Prabhupada said, "Oh, we don't like that. We don't like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. And therefore, Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda." on his way to puri hmm. Hmm. mahaprabhu fell into a trance and that prabhu took his danda and broke it in three and threw it in the in the uh, in the river hmm. which became famous for for uh, carrying away the danda of chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm. so seeing him as krishna then lalan uh, prabhu could tolerate the idea of him carrying the danda which is a it's a, it's not for punishing others as <laughs> some people use it <laughs> but for punishing oneself hmm? it's for chastising one's body mind and words so to speak and keeping them the idea is in, only in the service of Krishna as I say some people use it to punish others but that's not the idea and if you punish yourself in these ways by if you can call it that only allowing your body, mind and words to be engaged in Krishna's service then you can take command over other people very naturally and by force hmm? But uh, you can not, you will not be seen to be demanding respect, but you will be command respect by such. And this, of course, is the way in which Krishna rules, and so comprehensively, by affection. And as I've said before, the more that we rule by affection, the less overtly we appear to be a ruler, a controller. If you control by the force of your physical strength, you'll, you'll have to look like a controller in order to do that. Or if you control me- mentally, psychologically, by manipulating people and so forth, and so on, it'll be more apparent that you're a controller. But if you can control by love, by affection, which is the most comprehensive way of, of controlling, mm. the, the more that you're able to do that, the less you will look like a controller you will appear approachable." Hmm? And this is Krishna, of course. Hmm? So approachable, off the throne, and uh, uh, controlled, for that matter, by his own devotees. So, Caitanya Mahaprabhu also, of course, ruling uh, by affection. And the Danda is for then, hmm, as I say, not chastising others, but chastising, or making oneself chaste, if you will, Hmm? to the service of Bhagwan. And as much as thereby one becomes a servant oneself, one can control or, if you will, bring people, others, into the circle of service. You follow? So the guru, for example, in Gaudiya Vaishnava, sometimes people ask, well, could I be the guru or, you know, or could uh, you know what? What's the qualification? Uh, and 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 the idea is is to be a good servant. So if we underscore this point, it takes a lot out of the the parent or the sometimes opposition to the idea that somebody is going to rule over me and be the intermediary between me and God. And but if that person himself or herself is a servant. Hmm? Teaching, if you will, service, and that's hard to, and by example it's hard to uh, complain or to raise that kind of an argument so anyway the, we're speaking of Mahaprabhu sannyasa this is something about the idea of the of of the dunda, and as I say, other than that, his hissannyaslila is endearing to us because there's so many teaching examples and uh, and uh, his own uh, example and practicing life that's so relevant to us. But our ideal, of course, is to enter into the Nadia Lila, enter into the Kirtan and Srivasangam with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as our as Nimai Pandit, not as Sri Krishna Chaitanya, the big sannyasi, and so forth. Hmm? Uh, but the sannyasi Lila is to help us in that regard. Hmm? And so... It's at the end of his Leela and in Puri that Krishnas Gabiraj Goswami envisions him speaking this Shikshastakam in the company of Thrup Namadur and Roy Ramnan. It really makes for, constitutes a uh, a summary, if you will, a condensed summary of the whole of his uh, teachings. And this verse in particular is, of course, the most, as I say, a popular one. Um, As we understand, the Shikshastakum from Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, it, it is a, they are verses teaching progressively hmm, um, about bhakti. And bhakti, even though Thakur took that kind of seed from Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami and, and developed it hmm, to show how these different verses of Shikshastakum correspond with different stages given by rupa Goswami of progress in bhakti. So very instructive to us. We come to the third verse tonight, as I say, I and mean, we cited it in Sanskrit. The English goes something like this: Being humble, like a blade of grass; being more tolerant than a tree; expecting no admiration, yet showing others veneration. One should glorify Hari constantly. Mm-hmm. The stage that this verse speaks about is uh, uh, nishta, kirtaniya sadahri consistency in in chanting, which is the main limb of the body of bhakti that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has uh, centered his teaching on, nam dharma, with a a view to uh, attain... Prem, Hari mm-hmm. And again, here he speaks about it by way of uh, underscoring the stage in which the chanting is more or less unobstructed. Mm-hmm. And in the previous verse, of course, he talked about the obstructions. And he said, Dudaivam, Midrisham, Mihajanin, Anuragha. I have no attraction. Despite the fact Nam Shakti despite the extraordinary uh power of of Nam, Sarva Shakti, all all these Shaktis are present in the name. Hmm. Um and despite its merciful disposition, we've heard from Rupa Goswami in his namastakam, that, that the name and the named means the name of Krishna and Krishna are the same. There's no difference between the name and the named. This is, of course, to be realized in the context of chanting. At the same time, there is a difference. What is the difference between the name and the named? The difference is that the name is more gracious, more merciful than the named. Because even if we offend the named, the form of Bhagwan, the name still comes to us. So, but despite, Mahaprabhu says, the power of the name and the merciful disposition of the name extending itself, himself as he does, here, there, and everywhere, Pujapatirita like to give a nice example that I've cited before. Forgive me those of you who've heard it a number of times, but it's worth repeating. He tells a story of how two policemen in India were chatting, and one said to the other, "It's really a shame that our God, Krishna, is a thief, because you know we're trying to teach people not to steal." <laughs> And our God is a thief. He's quite mischievous. He thinks that the butter stolen from somebody else's house is better than the butter at his mother's house and and uh, and so forth. And just let him get a little bit outside of the purview of of Balaram and he'll be more mischievous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Balaram is one of his one of his, his mariata, the Mariata Purusha in his life, the the guru of etiquette and Proper behavior and so forth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So quite a quite a, a mischievous person and a thief at that. So the other <laughs> the other policeman said, "No, it's not a problem that our God is a thief. It's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because a thief does not care for high walls and locked doors, and that is exactly what we have erected around our heart." High walls and locked doors, and we're not letting just anyone in. Hmm? Even as I sit and speak with you here, and you may th- you want to listen to what I say, and you're not sure you're going to let everything go inside. You want to filter it and hold on to it up here. Wait a minute, and and then, and then maybe let it go in. <laughs> but of course, if the speaker is effective, he can he can over he or she can overcome that, that uh, arrest the mind. This is what Prabhupada did. He arrested our minds and our intelligence. So we really kind of stopped thinking. And then everything could go in. Then we could practice and get experience. And in his absence, then we start to think again. And then it becomes problem, problematic because so we need more guidance to help us. Maybe not to stop thinking, but how to think hmm? in relation to the things that he was able to put into our hearts. or You know, Prabhupada or any guru in, in, in the... In the Parampara, this is this is the task, so to speak. So, so Naam anyway is is very um, uh, aggressive. Prabhupada once said to me that I came to your country as an aggressor, and I said thank you for that. <laughs> kind of an aggressive love. This is very much. Uh, uh, was necessary, desirable, endearing. Hmm? I told the story once of, before of how once I was at Chaitanya Math at the shelter of Sridhar Marsh, and I wanted to go and purchase a murdanga in the marketplace. Hmm? And Manu Mangal, some of you might know, was uh, was a disciple of uh, Sridhar Marsh for many years, and he was blind. And he was the kirtanier. His kirtan was so sweet. He would sleep in the temple, and wake up, and he would sing all the artics. Basically, it was his, was his service. So I asked Madam Mongol, "Can you take me to the market, which is just down the street, just along the bank of the Ganges, hmm? not far, to pick out a real quality, murdunga that I could take back to the West?" And so he said to me, "Yes." Let me ask Guru Maharaj's permission, and I was so charmed by that. I thought, we're living in Navadweep, you know. <laughs> He's a Kirtanir. We're on the bank of the Ganges. You want to go, a hun- you know, a couple hundred meters to buy a Murdanga, and you need the permission of your guru. I just felt so charmed by that. Hmm? That. <laughs> In his tight fist, of the affectionate grip of of, of his guru, that he he needed his his, his blessing just to move that forward. When, what could he do wrong? What, how could he be outside of the circle of service and uh, and so forth? How could he get distracted and and so on? But he wouldn't go without the blessing of, of Guru Maharaj. So we like this kind of idea, this kind of um, aggressive. If you will, love of the, the controlling. We back to that of the guru by affections for us that I won't do anything without what, what he says. Hmm. I, I I feel that is my in my real interest lies there and so forth. Hmm. So anyway, Prabhupada he said he came as an aggressor. He was aggressive in his love and affection for us.
1: Hmm.
0: This is of course the idea of the guru also. It said that tasmad guru papadheita what, Tas, uh, what is that verse eva begat anyway one must have a guru so it it's, sounds like a law you must have a guru that's a little bit over like bearing <laughs> but the feeling of it is I must have a guru I must have her as my guru I must have him as my guru I must I feel that my guru Prospect lies here that I, this is a source of such affection I have not felt before. I must make connection with that. This is the bond. This is the feeling. This 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 transcends the law, if you will. This is what the law is meant to facilitate, and so forth. So nam like guru nam is also somewhat outgoing, if you will, and aggressive, and goes anywhere and everywhere, even without being invited. Hmm? When we do Nam Kirtan, for example, even here in the forest, some neighbors here, or some birds, (laughs) trees, and so on and so forth, the name is going aggressively. Doesn't care for high walls, the point is, in the story we're telling, or locked doors. Hmm? No concern for that. And that's exactly, as he said, what we've erected around our hearts so now we'll go in set up shop there hmm? small humble thatched hut i'm only selling these two syllables that's all hmm? meanwhile there are mega corporations in our heart <laughs> 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 that have been a multinational uh, mega corporations marketing uh, desires to us uh, their desires uh, trying to, with all kinds of glitter and glare to attract our attention and so forth. And Nam comes in and sets up a humble little straw hut there. I'm marketing myself these two syllables. Well, be the price, just some faith. That's a little faith, that's all. <laughs> and gradually then he closes down all the corporations in the arts and the value of those two syllables shines forth. As Rupa Goswami said, what to do? When these two syllables, Krishna, enter my ear, hmm, from my tongue to my ear, and enter my heart, and begin to dance therein in the courtyard, my senses become inert in terms of their capacity to interact with sense objects hmm, for their own purpose. And I feel that I cannot do justice to the measure of the nectar generated by these two syllables. Therefore, I need millions of ears and millions of tongues hmm, to do justice. This is also the position of the guru. Guru is a very troubled person, hmm? troubled by this, the nectar of the name, what to do about that? How can I take it? I need help. Help me. Listen to this. <laughs> Chant this. Put this on your tongue. Listen to this. More ears, more tongues that this might we might be able to plumb the depths of what this is about. Hmm? So, Nam is uh, very generous, non-different from Krishna, but at the same time there's a difference. The name is even more Generous, extending himself to us in ways that the that the form of the Lord is is not prepared to, and in ways that by in due course that form of the Lord will be inclined to reveal himself. So Mahaprabhu is is understanding these things theoretically in the previous verses, lamenting that I, such is the nature of the Nam, but I am not able to take advantage. I have anarthas. I have false values. In my heart, these older other corporations are set up there and they're very, they've got a lot of marketing skills. They have nothing to offer. It's like America. It's, <laughs> <laughs> forgive me, its greatest contribution to the world is packaging. Hmm? Packaging nothing <laughs> and selling it for a fortune. <laughs> so, so all these false values, hmm? This is getting in the way of my ability to take advantage of the name with consistency. My lapses in my practice, these, these things, these are these are getting in the way. On the other side of this verse, the verse after this, hmm, then we have the retiring of those false values. Nadanam, nadanam, nasundurim, kobitam. Taste has come. The medicine has become food in, in ruchi. And all these false values are retired. Mama Janmani Janmanishbury Bhivatad Bhakti Oi I only want bhakti, not even mukti. Hmm? Bhakti, life after life. Even if even with the trouble that may come birth after birth, that's of no consequence. Hmm? So an in-between stage here, between inconsistent chanting as a result of false values, and then the recognition of them that Pramahapu arrived at in the in this in the end of the the previous shloka, hmm? and now the, the, the humility that arose there, and now the intensification of that that this verse speaks about, that tends to scare people away. This is the most famous verse of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? and it's said in Bengal that oh, I wanted to become a follower of Chaitanya, hmm? Hmm? and attain the Radha Preem, Radha Dasyam, Radha Bhav. Such a high and lofty ideal, and then I heard this verse, and I knew it wasn't possible. <laughs> if you, if you want to experience the, the transformations that that bhava, I mean, the, the, the possibility, the prospect that's been laid before us by Mahaprabhu in his uh, dispensation of Nam is is mahabhava mahabhav, adhiruda madan. Um, Mahabhav, hmm. this is the furthest reach. There's such a, 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 a we talked a little bit about this the other night when we talked about bhava Bas. such a sophisticated analysis of ecstasy we find um, on the part of Sri Rupa Goswami. We were speaking about bhava-bhās, Bas. is an only a shadow of Baba and how he um, uh, uh, looked with great nuance into different manifestations of such. And and while such may be attractive to us who have no bhava, seeing it in someone, he wants to point out to us, it's a dead end. This Most kinds of bhava-bhas are a dead end. They'll never take you to actual bhava and preim because of the orientation, um, the conceptual orientation that uh, they are... Uh, and the action that that orientation fosters, that, that that bhava-bhas is derived from. For for example, a about orientation and so on and so forth. We'll never get real bhava from that. you never get preem from that. So you're in a better position with no bhava, if you will, than that kind of bhava-bhas because you have a prospect in due course. Real bhava will come and real preem will come. So at any rate, his analysis is very extraordinary. It extends from that, for example, on the low end, to the high end in, 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 in Madhurasa. Um, and the Prem relative only to the, for example, only to the Brajgopis, Samartarati, the selflessness of this, as opposed to Samanjana uh, Rati or uh, Sadarani Rati of, of uh, the queens of Dwarka and Kubja, respectively, where in Kubja, there's this is ordinary sadarani. It's ordinary mm, romantic love, in which there is personal desire involved. Hmm? Queens of Dwarka, there, th- and the more there's personal desire, the more it's sadarani rati. Hmm? And the queens of Dwarka have some concern, personal concern for dharma, how I will be seen in light of the shastra and so forth. Hmm? Rukmini wrote a letter, kidnap me, I'm not going there myself. But if you kidnap me, that's just on the border within the Vedic, Dharmic way. <laughs> but just to go there myself, that's that's not possible. <laughs> hmm? But the Brajagopis, and there's some is characterized by a unity between personal desire and the desire to please Krishna. These two come together. Hmm? In other words, one's personal desire is nothing other than the desire to please Krishna. Then within that, the developments and so forth. Hmm? Up to, as they say, uh, Rudhap, up, up to Mahabhav, Anurag, hmm? there the the queens of Dwarka leave off, then we come to uh, the Mahabhav, then the Priyanarma Sakas, Rudhap, hmm? uh, Mahabhav, then the Brajasundaris. Uh, mm, uh, also Rudha Mahabhav, Rudra Mahabhav, hmm? and Adiruddha Madan Mohan is such an, an intricate analysis as it goes from bhakti Rasamrita to Sindhu to all the way through Ujbal Nilmani and so forth. And this is the prospect, the high end of that that has been placed before us hmm? by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And because we're talking about ecstasy, hmm? <coughs> love, anandam, as the prospect, Hmm? this implies, as it does ecstasy, some kind of movement, melting or something, some extraordinary flexibility. Hmm? We hear about the brachlila and so forth, all the things we're hearing about, they're all, it's all, the clouds are not raining, they're crying. Hmm? The trees are or whatever you know the earth standing uh, hair standing on end it's a it's a whole the whole world of ecstasy, of all the movements anubhavs Bhavs, all the internal feelings sentiments nuances of emotion hm uh, stahibhav, and so forth hmm? the players themselves the the element uh ashraya and, and vishailambana the uh, other ingredients, the stimulants, uh, the uh, second second type of udipana uh, vibhav and so forth. So it's a whole realm of ecstasy. Now, to 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 to, to get to that, hmm, we have to begin to become a little flexible. That's what this verse talks about. If we cannot come to the flexibility of this verse, which seems low on the scale, in terms of where we're talking about our possibility of attainment lies. Hmm? Uh, It's low, but it's important. It stands out like a huge sign, like a huge interim goal. If I could arrive at this, nishta. Hmm? It's interesting because nishta implies some rigidity, some certainty. Hmm? But if we plumb the depths of the implications that we find, it's certainty within uncertainty.
1: Yet
0: hmm? there's a huge uncertainty that 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 fosters the certainty. Mahaprabhu was speaking about certainty fixed in my conviction and 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 having sorted out false values and retired largely those false values, and thus an ability to to consistently. Um, um, uh, take the name and be involved in devotional practice and so on and so forth without interruption, without moral lapse and so forth. Uh, again, while this speaks about some kind of certainty and surety and, and rigidity, at the same time it speaks very much to us about flexibility. Humility requires some, some flexibility. We have to be able to at least bend, bend, our, bend our head. Hm? great amount of flexibility with uh, with the humility of a blade of grass, the tolerance of the tree. Mahaprabhu spoke these, this verse and it's not that he, the implication of Krishna's is not that he sat down and thought about it poetically, but more like the grass spoke to him. Why aren't you humble, the blades, like us? Hmm? The trees spoke to him. Why aren't you tolerant, like us? And we've read this verse, and most of the devotees are familiar with this verse. Again, it's the most well-known verse of Mahaprabhu Shikshastakam. It's been underscored in ways which we'll, as we go on, we'll, we'll, we'll point out. <clears throat> and at the same time, here we are. We're living with, in a forest with trees around us. How many people today thought of this verse when looking at the trees or the grass? How many? How, how long have you lived here? How many times? Have you ever thought of this verse? When you stepped on the grass? When you looked at the tree? When you leaned on the tree? Hmm? The tree tolerated and provided you a leaning spot? And the grass bent? And then it came back? See how attentive Mahaprabhu was, how nature was. You see, this stage of nishta, what it does among other things, is it starts to bring the inanimate world, it animates it. It brings it to life. Because humility, in one sense, is about giving up f- false uh, sense of being the authority or the enjoyer. Hmm? As much as the enjoying spirit is in us, that means we want to use things for our con- mentally conceived purpose, to enjoy it. It becomes the object to be used in my service. Mm. This is the antithesis then of humility in which I am to be used Mm. in the service of another. Mm. When we look at the material world we see as a conscious entity subjective, we are the subjective element Mm. of the subjective and objective components that make up the world Uh, we have objects, matter, inanimate, where we don't don't find experience, consciousness, then we have ourselves, the experiencer. And so when we interact with objects, we kind of give them life. We we bring meaning to them, but we bring meaning to them relative to our conception of what we are and what life means. And so a mentally conceived, if you will, sense of self, wherein I've got values derived from sense perception, hot, cold, good, bad, I think it's hot, you think it's cold, he thinks it's good, I think it's bad, she thinks it's happy, I think it's sad, and we're at odds with one another, we're living in a small world of our mind, that that, these determinations of hot and cold is what makes me, so-called me, hmm? I'm a product of all these false, determined readings of the world. They're so false because yours are just the op- or maybe just the opposite. Hmm? So the <laughs> so a false sense of self has been erected, and then on the basis of that, we're hmm, interacting with material objects and, in effect, taking the life out of them. We're not seeing them in relation to their source what their full utility is thereby. So when we, in Krishna consciousness we learn to look not at the objective world as much as at the super-subject. If I'm the subjective element, then Bhagavan is the super-subjective element in relation to whom I should see myself as an object, an mm-hmm. animate object, if you will, hmm? to be used by him for his purpose,
1: Hmm.
0: This is a very different orientation than our uh, material orientation, where I'm the subject of all that I survey. Objects are there for my purpose. We don't, you know, go around talking like that, but in effect, we we function like that. Hmm. This is the filter that we how we see things. So we don't see things for what they're actually what their purpose is. We don't see the world, uh, the objective world, in relation to its source. Hmm. So when we begin to do that, this is what this verse in one sense is about. It starts to animate the world. In other words, you start to see the world, the objective world, in relation to Bhagwan. Then it takes on new meaning. That's why it starts to teach you. Mahabhu was taught by the grass to be humble. The grass said to him, "Why aren't you humble like us?" The tree said, "Where's your tolerance?" This is the environment was alive and in, in, in effect speaking to him, like we, like we find in Bhagavatam. Ayur harati vipum so. and the sun rises across the sky and it's killing you, ayur harati. With the rising and the setting of the sun, everyone's life is being taken away. So I mean, the sun rises and sets every day, and if it didn't, it would be it would be huge news event. The sun didn't come up today. It's, you know, it's like 8 o'clock. <laughs> it hasn't come up. You know. But but of course it does and so we just forget about it and we don't think about it and how dependent we are upon that hmm? and what it's saying to us. This is the way in which these rishis, which, like we were hearing this morning in Pujapachita uh reading about the Uh the sages would, would would envision consciousness behind everything. It's not a really a stretch. Hmm? Uh, it's a poetic way and a spiritual way, really, of of interacting with nature, such that nature be, be, speaks to us, becomes a teacher, and its purpose, in a sense, the purpose Maya Shakti's purpose. She's a little embarrassed. Hmm? Keeps a little bit of a distance from Bhagwan. Hmm? Her purpose is to. Push us and give us negative impetus, in a sense, to go in his direction. But the more we take that negative impetus and do so, nature starts to ease up, starts to become the mother, hmm? if you will. You know, we we often depict nature as being very cruel, but the other side, of it she's the mother, hmm? and mother knows best. And 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 what could what could speak louder to us than the sun, every single day? what is it saying? Your life, as you conceive of it, is being taken away with every rising and setting. Ayur-harati by pumsam. No one is excluded from that. Ayur-harati by pumsam. Udjanastam With the rising and the setting of the sun, everyone's life as we know it. I am American. I am Russian. I am Finnish. I am Croatian. I am Swedish. I'm Catholic. I'm Hindu. I'm Hare Krishna. Hmm. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Better than ever <everybody. laughs> uh, This, This is being taken away. Hmm. Hmm. You can't maintain that. Hmm. So, uh, here we find, in effect, in Nishta, the world begins to take on that friendly uh, 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 Appear friendly to us. We're at odds with, with, with the world, so to speak. But we're really at odds with ourselves. Hmm? Because the self that we've identified with, it can't, it can't endure. Its prospects, its demands, and so forth are absolutely unreasonable. Like I said, we live in a little world of our minds and it's not comfortable for us, but we want everybody else to live in it and be comfortable. This is a very unreasonable proposal. Hmm? So to guide the, and why do we like it? Because it gives us a little comfort. We feel big in there. Mm-hmm. I feel big. Okay. I'm, but we're actually quite small. That sounds disconcerting. But when we, when we come out of the really small world of our mind, we find that we're really small and small is really big. Hmm? That's the humility that's being talked about here. It's really big because when Mahabhu says, "I'm," he told Ramananda Roy and Srupa now I'm going to tell you how to chant the holy name in such a way that you will actually get praying. Hmm? Then he uttered this verse, Trinadupi Sunnit This is the decorum of his devotees. Hmm? This is this is the code of behavior for Chaitanya Vaishnavas, this verse here, so important to us. Hmm? To be humble like a blade of grass, more humble than the blade of grass. Hmm? He said, uh, this c- kind of um, humility, it, it brings, and tolerance, like a tree, it brings us out of the small world of our mind, of our goods and bads, and happies and sads, and so on and so forth, and trying to adjust them, get the happies, forego the sads, and make sure that the control in this way, to give up. Hmm? You come out of the world of the mind, and you see how small you are, but you see the one who is actually big, also. And you find, oh, he's very affectionate. This is very. It's good to be small. To be small is to be big because it brings me in touch with the one who's big. Hmm? And and otherwise, that that vision was 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 completely obscured. I had no sense of that. I thought I was big. Hmm? I knew I wasn't, but I still. Went along, with trying to be, trying to be big. I thought there would be some comfort if I could get a little bigger, add on and be a little stronger, a little more powerful, and so on and so forth. So, this is speaking about. You see, this is the crux, kind of orientation to change the orientation of your life for for eons that you've had. Hmm? To get to this point is to like reach to ascend to the top of the mountain of your spiritual progress, from which. It's all downhill from here. From Nishta to Ruchi, Asakti, to Bhava, into the valley of Prem, love of God. It's all downhill. You can start start to glimpse you can look back and go, whoa, I'm not going back down there. And he sums <laughs> now it's all downhill from here. Hmm? There's a favorable wind behind me. Hmm? And so it's a very very important, uh, important verse. does hmm? again, it speaks about some type of certainty, but in the context of uncertainty, because love is like that. Love is full of uncertainty, but you're certain, you don't want to give it up. Hmm? It's full of a kind of unknowing, because it's exciting, what will happen next? And does he love me? Do you love me? You never say it. <laughs> 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 this kind of the, the, the Krishna is no different he's sitting with his friend subal on the bank of the jamuna taking a clover she loves me she loves me not what do you think subal she loves me she loves me and he needs subal say radhe yes i think she loves you you need some consolation so krishna's exemplifying this kind of unsurety, if you will uncertainty in love that has a certainty that you'll never you will not give up the pursuit you, you, you And the pursuit is is without end. And it's full of as Rupa Goswami says. It moves like a snake. Not in a straight line, but like this. She loves me, she loves me not. Hmm? It goes like this. So many twists and turns. We move, as I've said many times before, in pursuit of love and we cannot rest until we get it. And when we get it, we find it has a movement of its own. Hmm? It has an orbit of its own now. Love has an orbit. Hmm? So again, I start to move, hmm? but that is a different kind of movement, if you will, than than the search for, for 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 fulfillment. Movement out of discontent, out of lacking, and then there's movement as a result of fulfillment. Hmm? And Even in that movement, there's a kind of healthy and beautiful uncertainty. There's 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 Vipralamba and there's Sambhog. Itarata. Hmm? What is it? Janma Yasyataha anvayad itarata. Janma anvayad itarata. It's. Hmm. She loves me. She loves me now. There's union. There's separation. In the separation, we wonder. In the union, we know, and so forth. In separation, we know. and In the union, we wonder also. So it's very. This is a very really. This is this is kind of like beginning of of love here. This nishta stage, just kind of getting on the the ground, real firm ground, kind of to stand on for one's practice. And then while there's certainty in this practice nothing the whole thing which previously was very black and white now becomes very gray initially everything becomes gray hmm? it's everything so nuanced hmm? and exciting in a black and white we get some comfort from it this is the way to do it this is the way not to do it hmm? It's very clear hmm? We're looking for that in our neophyte stage. We're looking for someone to give us all the answers. So we don't have to think, because thinking is very disconcerting. <laughs> there are too many possibilities. There are too many. Well, it could be like that. It could be like that. It could be half of this and that. Oh, it's so troublesome. Hmm? We don't want to think. We want somebody to think for us. Just give us all the answers. Very good. There, it's it's all done. But spiritual life's not like that, actually. Hmm? That's a stage that may be useful. Help get us within the fold and so forth, only so that we can we can deal with the reality of the nature of being, the nature of love, full of uncertainty, nuance, and so forth, just like the example of the laws. I've given before, probably used to give the example, of the scriptures like the law books. We found that very comforting. We've got all the answers right here. Just turn to page 108. 108, here's the answer. We can, <laughs> But if you play that analogy out, you find out that the law books are such that they're being written every day. New circumstances, new and unique circumstances occur at every moment. And then how will we look at them and determine what to do? We'll refer to the law books and the precedents therein and then have to make a dynamic conclusion about well, this is a unique situation. It's not entirely covered. It's not on page one hundred eight or one hundred nine. Hmm? It's kind of on part one hundred eight, and then it's back here on one hundred one, and uh, we put it together. And then there, then there's a page one hundred nine, hmm? and the books go on. Hmm? There's some continuity, obviously. <laughs> there's parameters within which uh, the, 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 the 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 truth will be told. Gray is also a color. It's also some black and some white is there. It's not that we've thrown away the black and thrown away the white. Hmm? Hmm. So the road now, if you will, in day, becomes straight, but it's not narrow. It actually becomes broad. Hmm? You know where to go. You know what to do. But you also know this is a big thing I'm involved in because we actually have some experience of what it is and that experience starts to become consistent I'm humble enough, tall enough to come outside of the world of my mind and have some experience of what it means to be finite Wow! I'm small in the face of the infinite an infinite affection for that matter how humbling that is Hmm? A humble person is is open to possibilities, hmm? uh, ready to learn. And in this school, we are students forever. There's no end to that. Hmm? As soon as we think we become the professor, then we've missed it. We've, we go back, go back to kindergarten. We <laughs> have to start again. Hmm? only relatively speaking we are a professor hmm? you know you, we we look here we look below i'm sitting what 6 inches above you so i'm i'm looking down i'm the professor in this you know for the moment <laughs> setting hmm? but but my real vision is 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 to look up and see whatever i say will be be, be a representation of, of of my own teachers and the tradition of teaching and so forth How we evaluate a Vaishnava standing, there are two ways. One way, which devotees are fond of thinking of, is how many temples you open, how many books you sell. And I sell a lot of books. (laughs) How many books you sell, how many temples you, how much money you raise, how many many devotees you have. Sometimes, you know, we moved here some years ago. In the beginning, it was just two, three, four of us Living in the woods here, I remember Brahma. You came up and said, "What are you doing here in the woods, Maharaj? You know, and there's tents here. You know, you should be out in the city." You know, I said, "Well, I have a little, little different different vision how to go about this at the at the moment." But yeah, you know, I would go and travel sometimes. And people said, Maharaj, I hear you're you're in San Francisco." I said, "Yeah, in the north of San Francisco." And, how many devotees you have there? I Said, "Well, Three. And they would, they would blush and they would think, I guess I asked the wrong question. How embarrassing. he's only got three devotees there. <laughs> so they're thinking, you know, they think, if they've got devotees, there are a lot of people, there's buildings, it must be going on. Hmm? This is the influence of, of the karma, if you will, the bogue aspect of our material life, which runs on two tracks enjoying and renouncing. Or if we hear, well, he's there alone and he only eats Tulsi, leaves on a you know, it must be happening there. He's renounced. He's the Gyan. Gyan hmm? This is what we want. Anukulena Bhakti Ruttam. Where is the Bhakti? And where is the Bhakti? Yes, the Bhakti is there in one sense in terms of the Shakti to influence others with Bhakti. But that can also be imitated. This is a good philosophy. So, you can turn people's heads around even when you're drunk and speaking it in the bar. Hmm? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that can be imitated, but what cannot be imitated is how you, now, one thing, how you react to the lower section, but how you react to the higher section, that's another thing. Hmm? They're not blind. Hmm? Do you understand? Once, Once some of us I wasn't there, maybe Brahma sitting with Sridhar and some, it's an unfortunate kind of history, but it comes to mind, forgive me, some senior members of Prabhupada's mission had come over to, to meet with Sridhar Maharaj and they were complaining about people like Brahma who were over there hearing from Sridhar and they said, uh, we have so much respect for you, Sridhar Maharaj, but these people who have come to you from ISKCON and are staying with you here, they are, uh, they are using you. Hmm? they're using you for their own selfish purposes, actually. And Chitamar says, oh, so you think I'm a fool. That's what you came here to tell me. <laughs> You've come to tell me you, that I, you think I'm a fool. Hmm? That I'm not like that. I can see who they are, what their purpose is. And I can see your purpose too. Hmm? So you, it's a little difficult to cheat the higher side. So how we react, how we reconduct ourselves in relation to the higher Vaishnavas that would be a more telling uh, measurement or test as to our own standing in Vaishnavism Hmm? to use the right word this is Vaishnavism Gaudiya Vaishnavism What is our respect for Gaudiya people and senior people they are in the hierarchy where we want to go so we shall tread the way there very humbly, hmm? very humbly, hmm? and in this way of moving humbly and so forth, there's you, we, we we have we, initially we have an ongoing teachable moment. You, know, you can't teach someone unless there's a teachable moment, right? You got to get them where they, like, okay, they're ready to listen. Can, something will go in now. Hmm? This stage is about creating an ongoing teachable moment. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to be reformed. I can feel it. I'm blower than a blade of grass. I'm smaller than small could be, and the one who's big is willing to interact with me. It's inconceivable what's happening to me. Tell me about it. Is it like that? Hmm? Of course, you have some knowledge about it. You have some certainty. You're not a fool. Hmm? But some, some, you're willing to entertain hmm, suggestions, even from the non-devotee section. Do you think so? Someone will criticize you, and you will think that that you you'll be intelligent, and no, that's a false criticism. But there might be some element of truth in it. Let me search for that. Hmm? Maybe there's some truth in that. Let's sort that out. And, and this is about the environment. Starting to see the as I said earlier, the environment is becoming friendly. Hmm? It's not against me. It's working for me. And I've given up fighting with the environment. Trina Much to be said, but uh to conclude I'd like to say to to emphasize the point I made earlier for tonight anyway, conclude, that this is the perhaps the most it, well known, no doubt, but the most important verse of Shikshastikam, because unless we understand the implications of this verse, there's no f- there's no question of going forward. This is what Mahaprabhu told Ram in Srutameter. This I'm going to teach you with this verse. How you how by the chanting you can get praying. If you don't have this in place, you can chant all day and night, and you won't get praying. So this now you must understand, and this is the verse that Mahaprabhu taught to Das Goswami. Das Goswami, he is the Prayojan Tattva Acharya of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. In his writing, we find descriptions of the lila and of entering into the lila and coming out and so forth. Very much a, uh, some emphasis there on the prayojan. Shri wrote about the Abhideya, the means, the way. Sanatana Goswami wrote about Sambandagyan, a kind of a conceptual orientation to bhakti. Hmm? So, Sanatana Goswami presides in a sense over the Sambandagyan. Hmm? His deity was Madan Mohan. Hmm? These are the legs on which we stand. It is said that Madan Mohan's legs were perfect. When they wanted a deity of Krishna, in the beginning they brought the carvers out and Madan Mohan was crafted and they brought in Brijanath hmm? grandson of Krishna he said does this look like him hmm? he said the, the, up, to the, up to the waist he's perfect the legs are perfect make another deity yeah. Govindaji was made then he was brought in he said the waist the middle of the, the torso is perfect hmm? the face just need a little adjustment bring another deity Gopinath was 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 manifest. Said, ah, the face is perfect. This is Sambandha jnan, the legs to stand on, the middle part, the torso, the arms, Abhideya for doing, and the face, the smiling face, this is the prayojan, the fruit. Hmm? So, Sambandha, Abhideya, prayojan and the Goswamis, Sri Sanatan Rupa Goswami, and Raghunathas Goswami, presiding in a sense over these three, aspects hmm? and so the prayojan Tattvacharya, as you know he left home um, actually uh ran away from his diksha guru <laughs> to get the siksha of Mahaprabhu and Well, <laughs> he didn't even ask his permission in fact he 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 said He was asked, "Can you worship the deity tonight because the pajari is sick?" He said, "Yes, Guru Dave," and then he left. (laughs) (laughs) And not on the main road. I'm not suggesting that this is a good idea overall, but there may be instances where this this applies, and that's the point. Uh, And so he went through the jungle and uh, and walked to Puri, and there he arrived and to get the shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "Very good, glad to have you here." You serve under Sarup I came all the way here to serve under you, and you're putting me under under another. Hmm? All right, well, then he asked Sarup, could, could I get a personal darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and I'd like to ask him some questions or have him say something to me personally. Sarup went, Ragnar he wants to talk to you personally. He says, no, 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 you talk to him. Hmm? <laughs> Again, later Ragnar Das asked, and um, Mahaprabhu said to bring him here, he said, you don't understand. I'm not cheating you. He knows more than me. Surup Daladar knows more than me. That's why I'm saying you serve him. <laughs> I came to this world to find out what he has and how to get that. Hmm? He is the dear most friend of Radhika, Lalita Saki. I'm trying to understand her ecstasy. She knows, He knows it very well. Hmm? If you serve under him, then I'm not cheating you. I'm giving you more. But, if you like, anyway, okay, I'll say something to you. What will he say? What will Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say to the Prayujan Tatvacharya? This is going to be something very high. He said, I say this, don't eat too much. <laughs> or too opulently hmm? and don't talk gossip hmm? with other people hmm? so it's some pretty basic instructions Mahaprabhu yes and other things don't wear fancy clothes <laughs> hmm? <laughs> and always chant Hare Krishna hmm? and in your mind serve Radham Krishna and Vrindavan and Sarup will give you the details this is what he said and one more thing, Trinadapi Torora tarorapi amanina manadena kittaniya sadhari And Krishna Das Kaviraj writing about this from the notes of Sarupamadar, he said, and I raise my arms shouting to you, I say, take this verse from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lips and wear it like a garland around your neck. Mm-hmm. and with that garland around your neck, you chant the holy name. Decorate yourself with this verse. This is the decorum for all the devotees. And chant like this. This, this is the most important instruction I can give you. This is the instruction Mahaprabhu gave to said, We cannot think, well, this is a lesser verse. Let's go on to the higher ones. Unless you can bend like this in the humility that's talked about here. Start to get genuine spiritual Experience as a result of coming out of the world, as I said earlier, of your mind. There's no possibility of going there. So, as Vaishnavas, we have, this 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 should be our regulative uh, principle, if you will. This is our decorum. This is how we must conduct ourselves in relation to one another. Generous, generous with one another, mm? with others who are chanting and so forth. We think they may differ from us in some ways. They may do it differently. That may be interesting. If we come to a temple and they do it a little differently, but we can see it's the same thing. They're just doing it a little differently. They're not. uh, They may have changed some details, but in essence, it's. If you have a taste for it, you know that's the same thing. And we think, hmm, it's another flavor. Hmm? that variety is the spice of life. If that variety is not outside of the parameters of of the of the if the bhakti, if the bhava, if the ecstasy, if the expression. The devotion, the service, is not outside of the parameters of what bhakti constitutes. Hmm? Then it becomes an ornament, then it becomes beautiful. Hmm? Then we, it can help us because it's good to think about the thing differently. Talk about the same verse and hear about it with a different application. It just helps us to 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 develop that real uncertainty that I'm talking about. That, wow, this is I thought I knew that verse. Now I see it has a different application also. How many other applications does it have? I'm humbled by this. I'm a student here. I'm in a, I've, I'm, again, I'm in a teachable moment. Hmm. I can learn something. If we go there and they do it a little differently, they, think, they do it differently there. I can't learn anything here. They stand up and we sit down at this time. They sing this song. I can't learn anything here. Hmm. This is not good. <laughs> no. This is not to understand what what the thing is. You have to be a little, of course, stay in the fold so we can get the ideas, we get a little enough connected with it that we can understand it. Prabhupada once said to Dr. Kapoor, and I'll close with this, his godbrother complained to him. He said, you know, the way you train your disciples, sometimes I wonder that after you're gone, that they're not going to listen to anybody because they only listen to you. I mean, I know that I could say some. Tell them some things, because I've you know met a few of them. <laughs> but like if, if if it's not coming from you, they don't they don't they don't trust it at all. Hmm? And Prabhupada kind of chuckled to him, and he told me this, Dr. Kapoor, and he said, "You see, what I've done is I've taken the tree, the seed for the tree, and I've put it in the ground, and then I've built a fence around it, hmm? so that as it grows up, no deer can come and eat it, and so forth." Hmm? But my hope is that in due course the tr- that tree will grow hmm, with sun and water and so forth and then naturally it'll overflow the bounds of the f- of the f- of the fence in a way that some deer can eat it and it won't be harmed hmm, even it's strong enough hmm. and so this is the idea hmm. uh, it's not to remain in the nest all the time <laughs> Forever, hmm? not to remain in the fence all the, all the time. To remain in the fence but extend beyond and appreciate hmm? uh, all expressions of the same, if you will. Hmm? Bhakti Tattva, Bhakti Marga, Bhakti Rasa. A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Prabhupada ki jai, Bhakti Raksha, Siddhar Dev, Gosami Maharaj ki jai bhakti-siddhanta-sarswati-taku-prahupad ki bhakti-vinod-paribhara ki jai shi-sih yeah. gaur ki jai si si gaur-bhakta-vrinda ki jai gaur-premanand what's the time? okay, so a little late, we'll stop there we'll meet again tomorrow if you're here and we'll try to leave some room for questions gaur-premanand gaur-premanand